G'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Tuesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hoskins breakfast in a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, uh, and it's uh, Tim Dower again this week, of course. Uh, and uh, this morning, the MIQ lottery system it turned out wasn't a very good system. Um, my, uh, Tim finally gets his new phone. I say finally, I, I mean, he actually just went out and bought it, so it turned out to be easier than everybody expected. Uh, uh, but working the air conditioning is harder than he expected. But first up, uh, gambling. Yay for all the gambling addicts who, you know, fund all the stuff that gets the money from the poking machines. Now, here's a true story on gambling for you. Years ago, a mate of mine who hadn't put money in a pokey machine for years found himself in front of one by chance. He'd stopped feeding them on purpose because of the amount of money they were gobbling up. But on this morning, the lights and the tunes and the $1,000 jackpot, just too tempting. And before you know it, the money's going in, the wheels are going round, and whammo, he hits the jackpot. Small casino corner in a pub, you know, the $1,000 payout. But hey, it's 11 in the morning and he's a grand in front. Walks away. An hour later, he's sitting in front of another machine, and I kid you not, $20 in, this is a true story, another jackpot. An hour after that, another venue, and another jackpot. So it's lunchtime, (laughs) and my mate's feeling pretty pleased with himself, nearly $3,000 a head. Now, pokey machines work on what's called random reinforcement. They give a player the illusion that their skill playing the game has something to do with the outcome. It's actually a nasty, pernicious system designed to subtly suck a player in and give them the impression that they're beating the machine. They're not. That's how my mate felt, though. Three grand up. I've got this, he thinks. I've finally figured out how to do the pokies. You have probably guessed by now how the story ends, and it is completely true. By the end of the day, mesmerised by the machines, the whole 3,000 went back in, and then a couple of hundred more. Go into any pokey place. And you will see that mesmerised look on any number of faces, dropping coin after coin into the slot, going up to the counter, changing another note for more coins. Got to ask you, does the so-called community benefit of the pokey industry make up for the kind of harm it causes in the place it causes harm? You tell me. Yeah, yeah, there might there might be a bit of way. Um, I people could just send the money directly to the charities instead of, and then leave out the gambling industry altogether. Would that work? Nah, probably not. Uh, like, now, uh, speaking of um, lotteries, not that we really were. It was a desperate segue. Uh, the MIQ lottery is obviously not the same as uh, the gambling lottery. Um, although, for a while there, it was a bit of a gamble whether you'd get into the country or not. The chief ombudsman uh, was fairly critical in his report on the MIQ lottery. Peter Bosch's report says officials didn't think hard enough about the real impact it was going to have, that lobby system, on people's lives. You'll remember that wasn't there right at the start. It came in in September 2021, supposedly to sort out the chaos we were in then. Tens of thousands trying to get a place in MIQ and then match it with a flight home them stuck over there at the same time empty rooms over here ostensibly the idea of the lottery was to make a level playing field for everyone level though 
only if you had internet access and only if you could drop everything and log on just at the right moment as a new batch of rooms was being released. We replaced chaos with random chaos. New Zealanders overseas who missed out have talked about injustice and the inhumanity and heartache of it all. They want an apology. Now, I've said before, I did a complete 180 on my view about people who got stuck overseas. In the beginning, it was kind of, well, look, the writing was on the wall. It was obvious the borders would close. If you want to move, you had time. And those who opted not to, well, you made your bid. As it dragged on, though, and we set up MIQ and it was clear just how sloppy and inadequate the whole thing was, I actually developed empathy, genuine empathy, for those locked out, wanting to see friends or family who are sick or dying, uh, but not able to come back to their rightful home. So, rather than go through a whole load of recrimination at this time and name-calling, should we not look on this as an opportunity? Let's think really about how we could do the whole thing so much better, and most obviously, I think, do it bigger, much, much, much bigger. What we need to work on right now is not on who to blame for the stuff up last time, but a better plan for next time. We now have a pretty good idea of the numbers we're going to need to handle if there is another one of these, and we've learned definitely what not to do. We need something that can stand up really quickly, operate a lot more cheaply, and be away from the main centres too. The time to work on that is right now, while the mistakes of the COVID pandemic are still fresh in our minds. Do we have to have a next time? Does there have to be another global pandemic? Could we try not having one of those again, ever? Again, I know, I just silly ideas, just throwing that out there. Um, now, we've got to finish up here with a, with a conversation about Tim's new phone, which then morphed into how Tim can't handle any kind of technology by the sounds of things. I did want to, since so many people took the trouble to advise me on the phone replacement uh, for Argo, uh, I did want to update you on that this morning. It has gone through. And it has uh, actually happened. It's taken place. And contrary to what a number of people said by text, they had them in stock in the shop. You, you, you know, no wait, no delay. No, we'll ship it in from China for you. And here Ooh, it is. So, so hang on. Yes. The, 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 it's a, it's do, do you want to do publicise where you got it from? Because otherwise, you know, there might just be this massive... It'd be a know, rush. Ex ...exodus from other places in the country. To be a rush on the Vodafone store in Whangarei. Oh. And the... Um, the uh, help, very, very helpful uh, lady in there who did what had actually been holding me back in the whole process. Probably the ultimate reason I had put it off for so long and to the point where the battery was only lasting 10 minutes before it went flat was the hassle of transferring all those phone numbers and contact details oh, and Tim, emails. Tim, 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 Tim. And as, you, as, so as you would have experienced yesterday. Yeah. So you've gone from iPhone to iPhone? Yes. Yeah, so it's absolutely painless these days. Well, it, she made it look easy. I tell you, she made it look really easy, but I could just see myself. And you know how it is when you're a little bit older and you're working on something with technology? Um, no. You, well, look, your tongue goes halfway out as you're following it, and you read the instructions out as you're following the instructions. No, you know, that's your first mistake. Never read the instructions. No. Oh. Well, that would have been the problem. And I, I foresaw a half a day 
of frustrating messing around pressing and trying to re uh, get a new password try not remembering the old password and setting myself back up with apple and all the rest of it and you know it what it what it said to me is with the fact technology does i'm not arguing technology does make our lives a lot easier some of it is just ridiculously complicated to to operate uh, it, like this morning in in the little uh, booth that I'm working out of here, the heating system. You would think that the heating system would just have uh, like two buttons, maybe warmer or colder. Wouldn't that? <laughs> I know where this is going. No, that would be good though. <laughs> I know exactly it? where this is going, and this is something that is. Um, Common to all air conditioners, all heat yeah. pumps. Yeah, exactly. Well, what do those symbols Why mean? Why can't they do that? What do they mean? But they don't do what they look what, like they're going to it, do. Is it a sun? Is it a snowflake? Is it, if it is a sun or a snowflake, does that mean I'm making it warmer because um, it's hotter, or is it colder? You get it. <laughs> But the, the trouble is, it doesn't matter how hard you try. This thing on the wall in here, um, it's got a thing called... Oh, it's called... not connected to anything. No, Ooh, it's... Were we, supposed, <laughs> we weren't supposed to tell on that, were we? Oh, I didn't know. So this, it's got like a function. It says quick start. And when you come into uh, the room at three in the morning and it's a bit nippy, you think, well, quick start, that's the way to go. Uh, oh, no, trap for young players is that. Uh, it actually makes it colder. If you hit quick start, that is because you're not on the uh, heating function. You're on the cooling function, on the air conditioning. Yeah, that's because you didn't I push the sun. On. You didn't push the sun. Oh, no. Or the snowflake. Well, which one is it again? Oh. And which is which? How do you tell? Uh, somebody needs to simplify this stuff uh, for people, given that so many I heard last night on, uh, as I was coming in this morning, Jim Snedden on uh, the overnights talking about uh, the number of older people uh, and the amount of time they're spending on technology. They're only spending five hours a day on technology because that's how long it takes them to open an email. Not because they're having a good time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, the air conditioning controls in uh, offices uh, and places of business are just placebos. They're not. I'm, I'm not. Wasn't even joking about them not being connected. I think they they're like the buttons that say door close or door open on the on the um, in the lifts. I don't think they do anything. It's just to make you feel like you're making things go a little bit faster. Uh, it's like, you know, when people insist on pushing traffic light buttons um, repeatedly. It's not going to make any difference. It makes you feel a bit better, though. I'm Glenn ZB. I hope you feel better after listening to this podcast. And if you do, come back tomorrow. And uh, you might even feel even better. See you then.